This is the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast with Charlie Badwini. I'll go back to one of my quotes when I first got here, you know, people sleeping on the Jets. And if people come with that same mentality, they're going to get their ass blown out. And that's 100%, no matter where we, where we at MetLife or anywhere else. They think there's anything different, there's anything old about this, this Jets team. It's, it's not going to end well for them. And that's the mindset that we're going to bring, bring to work every day. So um, we just got to make sure that we hold each other accountable every day when we go to practice, make sure we try to stay healthy as possible, you know, have the same mindset, same goal to win every game. What is going on, Jet fans, and welcome back to the Breath of Fresh Jets podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Badwini, and the quote you just heard was from C.J. Mosley's postgame presser after the Jets-Giants preseason game at MetLife on Saturday evening. The Jets won final score of 12-7 after what was a really fun game. I was there in attendance with uh, with some friends, had a great time. It was just uh, it was great to get back out to the stadium after you know last year. No one was allowed in, no one was allowed to see any games, no preseason, all that kind of stuff. And got to say, the energy I'm getting from this Jets team is just through the roof, man. Uh, I, I, there's so many, so, so many different takeaways, so many different things to see, so many different players that, that shine in certain spots. There's so much to talk about. So why don't we just get right into it off the bat, starting off with the most important part of the puzzle moving forward, which is rookie quarterback Zach Wilson, who got his first taste of NFL action on Saturday. He didn't play too much, played the first offensive series, most of the first quarter, and then the, like a little bit into the second because the, uh, the drive carried over. He was 6 of 9 for 63 yards and an 80.3 PFF grade, which was best for all rookie quarterbacks this weekend in their first preseason action, including you know Lawrence, uh, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, and Justin Fields. So... I mean, you know, PFF, you know, you, you like to use the stats when, when uh, it makes your team look good, and then whenever they point something out that is not so good about your team, you trash PFF, just how, how, it, uh, how it goes. But Wilson looked cool, calm, and collected in the pocket of those two offensive drives. Uh, he made some great throws. It was clear early on that he was looking for Corey Davis first. Keelan Cole had a catch on the first drive. I don't think he played in the second but uh, the receivers looked, or the starting receivers looked pretty good. And also, a, another great bright spot was the offensive line that allowed zero pressures uh, for Zach Wilson during that little scrimmage. He had all the time in the world to make, make, make his throws, make his decisions, and even when he did face pressure, he stepped up in the pocket and didn't let, him, didn't let it affect him. He was throwing darts and ropes for those, uh, those six passes he completed, and even... Two third, two third down conversions, which were absolutely phenomenal. Should have been a, a fourth down conversion there, too. He, on a, a third and long, he made a great completion to Tyler Croft, who just barely didn't get to the first down marker. They didn't convert the, uh, the fourth and one, which ended Wilson's night early. But regardless, uh, it was just absolutely great to see Wilson out there looking, looking mechanically uh, just phenomenal. You could see him like one of the best parts about watching Zach Wilson play football is you, you can see how this guy just eats, sleeps and breathes football. It, it seemed really seems like he knows the playbook, like the back of his hand. He knows, he, he knows where he's going on every play. He, he knows the first look. He knows the second look. He knows the third, he knows the check down. 
and I, I can't wait to see him play some more football. And it's going to be really interesting to, to uh, as we'll get get uh, get to further further down the road in the podcast, how he's going to look uh, the next few days over in Green Bay because the Jets and Packers are having joint practices this week. You know, uh, Robert Sala and and Matt Lafleur had that connection. They're close friends, but that's besides the point. Excited to see Wilson against a different defense because all training camp, all we've heard about is how the first team defense has been so disruptive. The more specifically, the pass rush has been so disruptive against the Jets' first team offensive line. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, because the Packers are, are are a great team. I mean, they were in the NFC Championship game last year, a couple plays away from being in the Super Bowl. Their pass rush is no joke. Their offensive line is no joke, and I think it's going to be a great gauge on how. Um, how how uh, you know the Jets are at this point in training camp and preseason and whatnot, but we'll talk we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Let's get back to the Jets Giants preseason game. Sticking with the offense, the Jets starting offensive line was as follows: Makai Becton, who played the first two series at left tackle, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker was out with injury, so you had Dan Feeney starting at left guard, Connor McGovern at center, Greg Van Roten at right guard, and. Morgan Moses at right tackle, which uh, apparently there's still competition between George Fant and Morgan Moses for that starting right tackle job. I guess we'll see how that plays out as we get closer to the start of the regular season. But at this this particular juncture, Morgan Moses is the starter at right tackle. Uh, the only one who you know looked kind of rough was Feeney. Feeney's not supposed to be a starter. He's, he was just subbing for AVT, who's dealing with a pec injury right now. But offensive line looked great. Like I said before, gave Zach a lot of time, gave him plenty of time to make good decisions and good throws, and that's really all you can ask for. Our two tackles, Becton and Moses, had 10 pass pro snaps and didn't allow a single pressure in any of them, which is really nice to see. Um, albeit they were against the Jack- uh, excuse me, Giants' second-team defense, but uh, as I'm going to get to in a bit, this worked both ways for the Jets and Giants. As the starting offensive line for the Giants played against the Jets' second-team defense, which turned out a bit better for the Jets, but we'll get to that in a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, Starting receivers were Corey Davis, Keelan Cole, and Jameson Crowder, which I believe will be the starting three uh, heading into the regular season. Elijah Moore did not play. He's dealing with a bit of a quad injury. He probably won't play this week against Green Bay, but honestly, put him in bubble wrap, keep him healthy until the season starts. He's going to be very important for the offense moving forward. After the first few drives, Davis and Cole and Crowder all came out, and Vincent Smith got a lot of reps with the with the first team. And I, I think that's really interesting because Vincent Smith, has he's come a long way. He was a waiver pickup in 2019, Gase's first year with the Jets, and he, he was only really a gadget player, kick returner back then. And it really seems like he's starting to carve out a, a significant role in this offense, which is really exciting moving forward. Uh, it, if your name is not Denzel Mims. <laughs> Mims, he, he didn't play much with the first teams, not much with the second, but he was playing some special teams and, and most of the second half where he, he had a few great catches where he picked up uh, three catches for 51 yards and 30 yards after catch. He was, he was playing like with his hair on fire. He, he, he's got a chip on his shoulder right now, as he should. He, he's been vying for playing time, and he's not going to be getting it unless he starts uh, you know, picking up the pace, getting a little bit better. A couple of weeks ago, it came out that back in June, he suffered from food poisoning and, and dropped 30 pounds, which for a receiver is like a death sentence. So uh, it seems like he's getting that weight back and finally getting back into his, uh, his football body, and hopefully this means he'll be getting more snaps moving forward. 
It was really easy to see throughout the game that the Jets are going to be a run-first team moving forward. The starting running back was Ty Johnson, which was a little surprising. I thought it maybe would be Michael Carter. Uh, Tevin Coleman did not play due to personal reasons that was not disclosed publicly. But obviously, after after Ty Johnson got those first few snaps, they started rotating some more guys in. Um, Michael Carter was the next back in. Then I believe Michael P. Ryan got a lot of snaps with the first and second team, but then played most of the second half. And even Josh Adams, who's on the roster bubble at this point, got some got some snaps, got some touches, and he looked pretty good. But this crowded running back room is is not doing him any favors. And it's looking like the four running backs going into the season are going to be uh, P. Ryan, Johnson, Michael Carter, and Tevin Coleman. Moving over to the other side of the ball, the defense. Uh, I believe all the starters were out there for the, uh, the for the first team. You know, guys like Carl Lawson, C.J. Mosley. Marcus May, all, all present for the, uh, the the first drive the Giants had. And even though he only played one series, C.J. Mosley was just everywhere the ball was. Wherever, I, I don't remember the Giants' backup quarterbacks, or excuse me, Mike Glennon, Mike Glennon. Wherever he threw the ball, Mosley was right there batting it down or, 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 or contesting a catch, making a drop. It was just... It's great to see him back, and I cannot, cannot wait to see what player C.J. Mosley is going to be this year after coming back from missing virtually two years of football, you know. Really, really super exciting stuff. Um, you know, his quote post game I played at the beginning of the of the, of the pod, that, that just, you know, got me fired up, and I, I can't wait to see him keep on playing. Another defensive standout from the Jets-Giants game was defensive end Bryce Huff, who was an undrafted free agent last year and is now the, the second-string defensive end for the Jets. And he was, he, he was making some plays, plays on Saturday, man. He, he was he playing with his hair on fire. He was getting after the quarterback, beating guys, beating guys on the, on the offensive line. And I, I really think he's going he's gonna to have quite a season this year as he even gets, as he gets even better with, with every game, every snap, so... Not even just Bryce Huff, but the entire Jets defensive line just was absolutely phenomenal. On on 23 Giants pass attempts from their quarterbacks, there was 10 quarterback hits and five sacks, which is just absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, like if they can play like this in the regular season, they, they 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 have the chance to be a top 10, top five defense. Like it's just crazy stats. I know this is preseason and people get excited, but I. I this is how it is for me every year. Preseason's always like there hasn't been football on for you know six months, and I get my first taste, and I'm just like a like itching for more, you know. So I just every snap, every every highlight, I just can't wait for regular season football, man. But back to the Jets, though, they they absolutely just dominated the trenches, offensive line, defensive line. The like I said earlier, the Giants' first team offensive line was getting destroyed by the Jets' second team defense. It was just great to watch and gives me so much hope for the season coming up. Um, after watching Mike White and James Morgan play the second half, though, I still think the Jets really do need a solid backup because if Zach Wilson goes down and one of those guys has to start an NFL game, it's really not going to be pretty. And I, I know they picked up Josh Johnson last week because you know journeyman backups never really stuck around in a roster, just a training camp body, but he's not enough. There's got to be someone out there. You know, people throw out Nick Foles. He's got a huge contract. He knows what the Jets would have to give up to get him. Um, you know, Gardner Minshew, but he might be a little too, you know, uh, young and competitive for Zach Wilson. Might be a little controversy there. You don't want that surrounding your, your young rookie quarterback. But all in all, just super excited, uh, super fun to watch the, the Jets play on Saturday. It was great. You know, it was a sea of blue there. It was a Giants home game, but Jets faithful showed up and were rewarded with a W. So 
It's good stuff. Moving on to Packers week, the Jets practiced on Monday, had an off day today on Tuesday, and I believe are having a walkthrough tomorrow before heading to Green Bay to have joint practices on Thursday and Friday, and then they play the Packers on Saturday. Quentin Williams was uh, was taken off the physically unable to perform list this week. He was doing stretches with the team and other individual drills, but didn't get any uh, any you know like scrimmage practice reps. Honestly, they're probably just going to put him in bubble wrap until the season starts. There's really no need for him to play. Nothing for him to prove. Uh, same same thing goes with Elijah Moore. He he he's been impressive all camp. There's no need to put him out there and risk risk uh, further injuring that quad. I would rather just put. Guys like him, uh, those two in AVT, Elijah Vera Tucker, who's dealing with that peck, as I mentioned earlier. Just put him in bubble wrap, man. We need him for this season. There's no need. Uh, th- these guys are going to be – I know they're, the, they're young and they're, they're unproven in some parts, except for Q, but we, we're going to need these guys for regular season, and they're going to need all the snaps and experience they can get. So I think that's going to do it for today. Just a little quick recap of that Jets-Giants preseason game. I'm going to be hoping to put out another episode uh, later this week featuring – uh, the beginning of my NFL 2021 season predictions. I'm going to be going division by division, breaking down what I think each team is going to achieve and accomplish this year. You know, my prediction of how the season's going to go. And I'm going to start with the AFC East and the NFC East, and then also cover some of the some of the headlines and and other uh, tidbits of news that come out of the Packers and Jets joint practices because that'll be, like I said before, really interesting to see how. Uh, the Jets' offense and defense go against the starting offense and defense of the Packers. You know, a really good team. It's going to be a good gauge to see where we're at heading into the season. And uh, that's going to be about it. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I really appreciate it. And I'll, I'll talk to you again at the end of the week. You've been listening to The Breath of Fresh Jets with Charlie Badweaver.